Get ready, Central Georgia. This is Alex Habersham, publisher of the Macon Middle Georgia Black Pages. I'm happy to inform the community, particularly business owners, that we're working on our new edition of the Macon Middle Georgia Black Pages and Resource Guide. Coming soon. So call today. You need to be a part of this. Your resource guide to identify Black-owned businesses throughout Central Georgia. You either get your free listing and or your ad in the upcoming edition. We try to make it very easy through our book, electronic and digital formats, and social media. Reserve your ad space today. Call 478-464-0074. Visit our website at makingblackpages.com. You cannot afford not to advertise. Download the app. The new Macon Middle Georgia Black Pages and Resource Guide is on the way. Coming soon. Oftentimes, there are individuals in our community who are doing phenomenal things, and you know they don't get the all of the recognition they deserve, particularly locally. And one of the things, and I'm always excited about promoting and talking about good things that are happening in Bibb Bibb County, Macon, Georgia. And one of the reasons that it's kind of like a secret a well-kept secret. A lot of people don't realize because we might have too many homicides and things of that nature, but a lot of people don't realize that Macon is a phenomenal place and we got it going on. Yeah. We really <laughs> do. And one of the reasons we got it going on is because of famous people who came through our town and who made it as a result of being in Macon, you know, and there's a lot of them, but we just going to name one of them today and that's Otis Redding. And then so we got his daughter, Miss Carla Red and Andrews, on the call today on the Zoom today for a couple of reasons. First of all, we got her on because she Otis' daughter. You know what I'm saying? And she can go wherever she wanna go. All that Otis has done for the community and all that he's doing for the community and all that his legacy means to the community and all that it does. And I'm sure that this kind of played a role in Carla, Red and Andrews being recognized as one of the top 500 most influential individuals in Georgia. Congratulations, Ms. Red and Andrews. Oh, well, thank you so much. It was certainly an honor and certainly uh, unexpected. Uh, you know, those those things are, are always amazing. And for, for me to be selected as one was definitely an honor. Yeah. So I obviously, I think what played a major role in addition to your community involvement, in addition to your community involvement, is uh, you know what you're doing with the Otis Redding Center for the Arts, you know, which had its grand opening, and also we had uh, Mr. Harry Young, who we we're going to uh, bring in, and we're going to interview him in the in a later segment of the same show, but we want him on the on the show too. And while we're talking to Carla, because, you know, uh, the good thing about it is that, you know, we got entities like the the Otis Redding Center for the Arts and the Tubman Museum, and both Carla and Harold were recognized. So, but we're going to talk to Carla first and let her talk about what's going on at the Otis Redding Center for the Arts. Because I'm sure that what you're doing, I mean, what you do for the community is one thing, but the kicker and the key 
you know, and the most influential and the most powerful thing is the Otis Redding Center for the Arts. Not because of what it does for you, but what it does for the community and the individuals that come through there. So talk a little bit about, you know, and just save the facility for last night. <laughs> Absolutely. Talk a little bit, a little bit about the history of the center and the programs and activities and initiatives of the center and where we're going from here. And congratulations again. And being, you know, the Georgia Trend said one of the 500 most influential people. But I said that Harry Young and, and Carla Red and Andrews are two of the five most influential <laughs> people in Georgia. So go ahead, Carla. Well, well, thank you. And, you know, it, it's always great when you get these titles, but you have to keep in mind when you're running or operating nonprofits like ours, like the Tubman, you know, it's a team. It takes a team of people uh, to lift and elevate everything that we do. So, you know, my, my whole team should have been given that same uh, honor because it, without them, none of this could ever happen. You know, since 2007, of course, we've been doing music and arts programs throughout this community from Otis Music Camp to Camp Dreams to private lessons to group lessons to dream team performances and just inspiring kids every way we can on the importance of music and the arts. And uh, luckily we've been able to, to see some amazing success stories come through our programs. Uh, DKOMX, Roderick Cox, who was in town a little while ago as an African-American orchestra conductor. And I think just seeing those things uh, certainly highlight what we do and that we are making a difference in this community. Yeah, that's outstanding. And, uh, and I've been to many of the events and, you know, these performances are just amazing. And I always like to mention the guy, we don't call his name, who was autistic. And you would never know it, you know, if it's if, it, it. <laughs> if his mom had not told me. And so that just means that 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 the, the, the experiences, you know, kind of pushes the buttons of these individuals. Yes. You know, and they got buttons. And uh so I mean it really means a lot to see these. I mean, and they are just beginners, you know. But they sound like professionals. Now, we got a mission that guy on the piano. Now, what's that guy's name? Zach. Eric? Zach Wilson. Zach. Zach Wilson. Yes. Zach is but amazing. Phenomenal guy. Yes. You know, that was on the, you know, the last event that you all had. So that just that bespeaks of the kind of effectiveness and the kind of quality and the uh, significant role that the center is playing. Uh-oh. The center is going to play an even more significant role. Yes, absolutely. We're, yeah, we're talking about 15, we're talking about fifteen thousand square feet of space for young musicians, young artists, young filmmakers, photographers, young dancers to come and experience every afternoon after school, uh, every day in the summer, as well as house our music programs, our camps. Uh, it's going to be an amazing facility that we've been waiting a long time for. You know, we've we've certainly outgrown our little space here. I'm in the recording studio here at the Otis Redding Center for the Arts on the other side of the Otis Redding Museum. So, yeah, now we get to have a, a larger recording studio, more practice room space, and the opportunity just to impact more lives. That's all we want to do is give kids an opportunity for self-expression and creativity uh, and that's the mission of the Otis Redding Foundation. And I, we don't need to forget 
you know, you know, the, the, the tourism. And I think we need to acknowledge, you know, an icon who kind of played a role in music is Mama Louise, you yeah. know. And I want to mention her and all my brothers because it all meshes. It all comes together. But I, 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 we can't overemphasize all of the good things that are happening in Macon, Georgia, and all of the important and significant people who have played a role in making this community what it is, and the entities, you yeah. know, the entities, you know, like H&H &H and like the Tubman Museum and like the Otis Redding Center for the Arts. But since we are on it, you know, since you got us excited, tell us what can we expect, you know, when is it going to be up and running? And, and just give us an idea of, you know, what we can expect as it relates to that. So we're well on our way in our capital campaign to, to construct the center, which is about 5.5 million. We've already reached that goal. Uh, we'll should start construction in early, late December, early January. So, you know, I, I do want to say that we, we don't want to rush this project in any way. You know, I had said, and you were so gracious to offer your kind words at our groundbreaking. And I, I anticipated that we would be done by June of 2023. But, but I failed to understand that things of this importance, this thing, things of this significance takes a lot more time. And I think if we get it there by December of 2023, That'll be a great homage to pay to my father. It will. It really will. And um, and you know, I have to think about the analogy that I brought up when I kind of uh, introduced, you know, the little groundbreaking by playing the song "I Got Dreams to Remember." Yes. And I associated the dream with the vision of the Center for the Arts, you know. And so that's Otis's dream. That's his dream. That's Otis's dream, and it's coming to a reality because of the support of the community, because of the the drive of uh, 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 your mama, Miss Zelma, the queen, the queen, <laughs> your kids, and you. So I want to congratulate you and your family and your board and everybody who's involved. This is phenomenal. And look, man, look, look, look. By the time we finish that center. And you know the the Tubman is growing. We're gonna talk to Harold next. You know we're gonna have to build a new highway to make in Georgia because people just gonna be coming from everywhere. Everywhere, that's everywhere. right. Everywhere. That's exactly <laughs> right. I agree with that. <laughs> and, and for the art. So I want to congratulate you on being named one of the top five hundred most influential people in Georgia. I want to encourage the community to keep on supporting the oldest red and center for the arts and i want to emphasize the importance of how important it is to to bring up our and, and support our young people yes support our young people and the center for the arts has been doing that and will continue to do so so you got the final word go ahead carl well thank you so much and i'm honored again but again like i said it takes my team and especially my mom who is my biggest supporter um to get all of this done so i don't take this honor lightly uh, and thank you, Alex, because you've always been there for me as well. So I, yeah. congratulations to you, Harold, as well. And I just can't wait to uh, to open the new Otis Reading Center for the Arts for the entire community. Well, congratulations again. And I know you got to go and try to raise another million dollars. So. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yes. So congratulations again, and we'll talk to you very soon. We're gonna take a break, and we're gonna we'll talk autograph, to you. please. <laughs> and I'll no, get your autograph too. But don't give him one before you give me one. I promise you, you yeah. come first. You know that. Okay. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Congratulations, Harold. Okay. Thank you. We'll be right back. All right. Get ready, Central Georgia. This is Alan Caversham, publisher of the Macon Middle Georgia Black Pages. I'm happy to inform the community, particularly business owners, that we're working on our new edition of the Maker Middle Georgia Black Pages and Resource Guide. Coming soon. So call today. You need to be a part of this. Your resource guide to identify Black-owned businesses throughout Central Georgia. You either get your free listing and or your ad in the upcoming edition. We try to make it very easy through our book, electronic and digital formats, and social media. Reserve your ad space today. Call 478-464-0074. Visit our website at makingblackpages.com. You cannot afford not to advertise. Download the app. The new Making Middle Georgia Black Pages and Resource Guide is on the way. Coming soon. Continuing this interview as it relates to all of the good things that are going on in, in Macon, Georgia, and how certain individuals are playing a role in the advancement and development and the popularity of our community. Not only individuals, but certain institutions and entities are also playing a significant role to the extent that we had two of our individuals who were heading up uh, organizations and museums and entities now make it to be recognized uh, as two of the 500 most influential individual in the state. And so I, so I go, whoa, I got to talk to these people, not only because of them, because they accept these awards humbly, but the most important thing, I, I, I think we need to recognize what those entities and those institutions are doing. We talked to Carla, Reading Andrews of the Otis Redding uh, Center for the Arts. But now we're going to talk about that other entity and that other individual who has been recognized but who is, has played a significant role in the advancement and development of our beautiful city because I want everybody to know that Macon has been nationally awarded as a great place to live. We just want to get rid of that concept about Macon is bad because it ain't. It's good, and it's being nationally recognized. And one of the reasons, no, no, two of the reasons that it's being recognized are because of an individual. One, his name is Harold Young, and an institution, two, the name of that institution is the Harriet Tubman Museum. And because of that combination, Harold Young and the Tubman Museum, then Harold Young was recognized as one of the top 500 most influential individual in the state so hey man how you doing man how you doing that's an introduction i'll tell you why that's it right there make <laughs> me feel like i'm somebody but thank you man i appreciate it uh i i'm, I'm honored i'm 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 really honored for this i'm floored at the same time feeling blessed feeling all the but i'm just i mean 
moving from Los Angeles to to Macon, Georgia, and you know, fourteen years ago, I did not know this. I mean, who would have foresaw this? You know, uh, so it, it's an honor. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you for for all you do, and really. I think one of the reasons that you're being recognized is the kind of progress that the Tubman Museum is making, where it was and where it is and where it's going. So talk a little bit because, you know, limited. If you don't know where you came from, you can't know where you're going. I don't mean that as it relates to what you're doing on a daily basis, but I mean that as it relates to the community. Need to be familiar with what the Tubman African American Museum brings to the table as a relation kind of give us ideas and concepts and histories and images of what happened from, to the African-American community historically, which for, for, for provides a springboard for us to move toward the future. So what's going on at the Tubman, brother? Uh, listen, uh, we are excited about what's going on. You know, it's, it's interesting you said that. I appreciate that because I didn't think we we're going to last as long, but by us being who we are, vibrant and uh, uh, people, we're going to press on in spite of the difficulties in life. We, um, the Af Tubman African American Museum, um, celebrated 40, celebrating 41 years this year. Uh, uh, this, in fact, this coming Sunday, uh, we, we're going to honor uh, Father Kyle. Um, for for his contributions with the Tubman starting it, and so we. Uh, it's, it's so much going on. I mean, we we just uh, uh, getting ready for all that jazz. We and the month of February, we're going to open up uh, an exhibit with Tyler Perry that we've been working on for the last four years. Um, then we got the Pan African Festival coming again. We got we're going to start up Tasty Tuesdays again. That uh, the, the community really, really, really. Uh, uh, embarked and uh, bought with, I mean, telling you, and I learned that from you, sir, because uh, you know what you're doing on, on your Fridays. I was like, man, we need to do this on a, on an odd day, on a Tuesday afternoon. People get off of work, come down, food trucks, music, and have a good time. And, you know, and, and so uh, thank you for setting a trend too. So I'm just, I, I'm just in this space right now and just receiving whatever God has for me, man. Hmm. Well, well, he sure is good to you, brother, because he's bringing a lot of good things your way, not only as it relates to recognition, but also as it relates to the kind of impact that the Tubman African American Museum has on our community. I want us to spend a minute, if you would, uh, Director Young, uh, to kind of let the community know that the Tubman is for everybody. Watch me. And we have a responsibility and we owe it to our ancestors and all those people who fought for us, many of whom are pictured and featured in the Tubman, that we need to, I just want to see more community involvement and participation in and at the Tubman. So talk a little bit about that and let explain to the community what it means and what's available at the Tubman. You know, um, thank you for that um, segue, because this Tubman Museum is for everybody. Um, and it's not because we have the name African-American. That's just the direction of um, 
this is a museum through the eyes of African-Americans. That's the best way I can explain it, you know, with art, history, and culture. Um, we focus on the art because we're very artsy, and we've set a culture, and we continue to set a culture, and we have plenty of history, good, bad, and indifferent. The um, the people that are in our community and, and across, the, across the world need to really understand that this is it's not here to make anybody feel bad, but once you to understand what we went through, and you know, a lot of times right now they they have this thing they want to shut shut it down and like not, let's not discuss it. Um, I actually heard a uh, a person from our other culture said um, slavery wasn't that bad. I don't know why they keep talking about it. Um, that's just amazing to me. I'm like. <laughs> It, it, they keep they keep bringing it up that they're free now. So why are they talking about it? Wow, we talk about it because we need to understand. Like you said, if you don't know where you've been, you're gonna end up right back there going again. <laughs> and you and listen. So history is not his story; it's our story. See, we 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 get that we get that twist, and we'll say. H-I-S story, like it's his. No, this is our story. And we need to tell our story our way and how we perceive it. And that this is the this is the way that people can grow and young people understand that, you know what, you haven't always been able to just walk into any building where you want to or sit where you want to or go to the restaurant where you want to. Or even if you ride the, 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 the public bus, sit in the front of a bus or go to, I mean, even just walk, just going to a club. And always, no, you have to go to the back or not even be allowed at all. People need to understand that this is where we came from. This is why we're vibrant and vigilant people. So we need to let you know so we don't repeat it again uh, going back there again, sir. Well, that's, that's totally outstanding. So, I mean, talk about the ease of visitation and participation. In, in in the Tubman, you know, I mean, because, I mean, I don't know whether some people think because there's that big, beautiful building that it costs an arm and a leg to visit or that you got everything you need, you got all the volunteers you need, all the money you need. Talk about what the community needs to do, you know, to help support our museum and our history. Thank you for that question, sir. Um, this museum is for everybody and everybody needs to participate. We have the opportunity to uh, you can be a volunteer, you can be a member. Uh, uh, Memberships start at $20, $25 year, annually. And also you can come volunteer. Uh, we're going to start a right up our after school program to have a place to come and learn. This is a call to action. I'm your host, Alex Habersham, having interviewed people of influence. Matter of fact, the two people that I interviewed are two of the 500 most influential people in Georgia in the person of Ms. Carl Redding Andrews, who's the director of the Otis Redding Center for the Arts, and of course, Mr. Harold Young, who is the director, executive director of the Tubman African American Museum. And we just want to acknowledge them because they are recognized because of the role that they are playing in these two most important institutions. So we want to thank them, recognize them, and encourage them to keep up the good work. This is your host, Alex Haversham. Almost forgot my name. Have a great day.
www.makingblackpages.com Get ready, Central Georgia. This is Alex Habersham, publisher of the Macon Middle Georgia Black Pages. I'm happy to inform the community, particularly business owners, that we're working on a new edition of the Macon Middle Georgia Black Pages and Resource Gap. Coming soon. So call today. You need to be a part of this. Your resource guide to identify Black-owned businesses throughout Central Georgia. We even get your free listing and all your ads in the upcoming edition. We try to make it very easy through our book, electronic and digital formats, and social media. Reserve your ad space today. Call 478-464-0074. Visit our website at makingblackpages.com. You cannot afford not to advertise. Download the app. The new Making Middle Georgia Black Pages and Resource Guide is on the way. Coming soon. 